Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people but the Are you Lord excited Lord. to be in church? Are you happy to be in church? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special song ministration And I would like to welcome our sister Judita to give us As I rose up from my knees, 
There was a mountain now on me. I have found grace for mighty words, and I will never, ever be the same. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will. At the crossroads of my life, no other voice compares, oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard, the lovely voice of God, the lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard, the lovely voice of God. clapping for our sister and I want you to keep clapping because it's testimony time now put your hands together as we welcome our brother Godwin to share a powerful testimony with us today keep clapping for him Wow, Godwin, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Um, my name is Godwin, and I would just like to share my testimony about how I received favor through the prayers during our season of withdrawal. Wow, how he received favor during the prayers from our season of withdrawal. Tell us. So, um, I started my PhD on the 17th of January. Wow. And currently, my PhD is self-funded, so what that means is I have to kind of work to pay some of the fees and whatnot. Yeah, so um, I needed a job. So, <laughs> so I spoke to my supervisor. One of the opportunities available was that I could teach at the university um, while studying. So I spoke to my supervisor and he said, there's no vacancies at all. It's like everything is closed. They've assigned teachers to all the subjects. And I told him, okay, no problem. I will see if I can speak to the head of department because she's, of course, higher than him. So <laughs> I... I, t- I told him I was going to go see her, and he said, why not? Because you studied here during your undergrad, so you might find favor with her. She might just make it work. So I, went, I wanted to go see her that week, but for some reason I couldn't. And then I came to church on Sunday, and Bishop Richard gave us some powerful prayers regarding favor. I said, why not? So the next week, Monday, I said I had to go see her. So I went to her, um, her office on Monday, but she wasn't there at all the whole day. I was sad, but it, it happens. Then um, my colleagues told me I have to then email her because she would reply. 
So I emailed her, and then she replied like after a couple of hours, saying, "There's no vacancies. Wow. You can't work, um, and also you need to complete a six-month teaching program before you even think of teaching." And I said, "Okay, cool. I mean, six months September, I'll start. It's not that bad." And then I went home, and then on Thursday, I was just sat down in my somewhere, and then I received. <laughs> You were sat down, then what happened? And then I received a message from my supervisor saying, check your email. I said, no problem. I opened up the email, and the first words I saw was, an opportunity arose. Wow. I said, why not? So what was the opportunity? Tell us about it. said that a vacancy has opened, and you'd be able to start teaching. But not next week, not the week after, but tomorrow. Wow! Wow! Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. So, so, so are you now teaching? I've currently taught my first class. It was powerful. Hey! So, Godwin, what would you like to share with us today then? Um, first of all, always come to church. There's always a prophecy there for you to receive. Always. And afterwards, believe and receive. Because Bishop said, when the prophecies come, take it like it was yours. And I received it. I don't know if the guys next to me had any left. But I received it. I took it. And I really believed it. And by the grace, it worked for me. Wow! Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Now, I want you to keep clapping as we welcome our sister, Talisa to share a powerful testimony with us. Do it better for her. Keep clapping. Talisa, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Hi, so yeah, I'm Talisa, and my testimony is about how God blessed me with a new job. Wow, how God blessed you with a new job. Tell us. Okay. So when I finished uni, I went to work at a bank, but this bank asked you to work every other Sunday. That wasn't going to work for me. So when I went to training, I asked them the first day, can I get Sundays off? And they told me when I go to my site, um, to my branch even, ask my manager and see what they can do for you. So I went to my branch uh, and they said, we have to put a request through, see if you can get Sundays off. But for right now, you need to work every other Sunday. So... Yeah, so I got to the time when they reviewed my request and everything, and they said it was denied. So they weren't going to give me Sundays off. I was going to have to work. So I thought, let me use my holidays instead, book my uh, Sundays off using my annual leave. So you were using your holidays that you had to book Sundays off so you can come to church? Yeah. Wow. But that wasn't going to be practical because, of course, I want to go Ghana in the summer. I want to see my family. I want to go Mountain of the Lord. Mountain of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what happened? <laughs> um, so I thought, yeah, this isn't working. So I started applying for new jobs. Applied for some before Christmas, and I had an interview. But it's a job in a healthcare marketing firm, and I don't think I'm qualified for the role. But I went for the interview anyway, and I didn't hear back. So I sent them a follow-up interview email asking for feedback, um, and I didn't hear from them. So. In the New Year's Eve service, when we were praying for victories in this year, I prayed and I believed I'd receive a victory. And a few days after New Year's, I got an email saying, come in for a second interview. Okay. At that place. Mm. 
So I went in and they basically just told me, so, so we like you and we have a role here that we want to offer you. So I took it. Wow. <laughs> so does this role make you work on Sundays like the other one? No, it's just Monday to Friday and it's a pay increase. So it's Wow. <laughs> you also receive a pay increase. So Talisa, what would you like to tell us then today? Mm-hmm. I want to tell everyone that this is our year of victory. So believe it and you'll receive your victory. This wow. Time. Why don't you put your hands together for another powerful testimony? Now, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, there's one more testimony. I want you to put your hands together as we welcome our sister, Rachel, to share a powerful testimony with us. Keep clapping for her. Rachel, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Hi, my name's Rachel. I'm from Greater Love Choir. (laughs) And um, my testimony is about how God granted victories through my uni grades. Wow. How God granted you victory through your what? My uni grades. Your university grades. Tell us. So, um, last December, it was time for me to give in my, uh, my coursework. So, when it came to the actual hand in day, um, because I had a lot of extracurriculum activities on, I was really stressed out. I had a lot going on. Um, so, when it came to the actual day, um, especially my bibliography, usually my bibliography is on point, you know, alphabetical order, the images there. But this time, I couldn't even call it a bibliography, to be honest Your with you. Your bibliography was messing you up. Oh, it was messing me up. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so. I literally only had five minutes to submit my assignment as well. So I just prayed and I gave it to God, but I still wasn't happy in my heart. So I just thought, let me go speak to my teacher before she sees it. So um, I went to my teacher. When I saw her, I said, Miss, um, I said, I don't think I'm going to get a good grade. And then I just remember crying um, because obviously the year means a lot. So um, I was really, really hard on myself. And I just remember her hugging me and she was like, Rachel, don't worry, it will be okay. So at that point, I just had faith. But even though she said that, I looked up at her and I was just thinking, if only you could see you'll cry with me too. But I'll go home and I'll have faith. Um, So now fast forward to 2019. Um, I remember during this time, I was really, really praying to see God work and to see the fruits of my prayers come to pass. Um, So I remember one day I was at home, I was with my mom. And I was doing work and I saw that I got several emails saying, Rachel, your grades have been released. Please go and look at them. At that point, my heart was beating. I was so scared. I made sure that I prayed. So it came to the time now. I opened the email. I scrolled down. I looked at the comments and my teacher even said, basically, that wasn't a bibliography. Um, So then I kept scrolling. I kept scrolling. And glory be to God, I got a first. Wow. Yeah. So even though the bibliography wasn't working, they gave you a first. Gave me a first. Wow. So what would you like to tell us today, Rachel? I'd like to tell you guys to really keep coming to First Love, really stay connected, and really, really um, believe what our prophet is saying to us. And you too will also receive your victories this year. Fantastic. Why don't you put your hands together for another beautiful testimony? And keep clapping as we welcome our sister, Eden, to give us a powerful ministration. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. Oh, I don't feel your excitement. Am I in the first love church? Are you expecting a miracle? Are you ready to be blessed? If you're excited as I am, make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Aye. I expect a your confession as you sing a miracle today you will have a miracle today that as you hear the word there will be revelation that your eyes shall be open to see 
your ears shall be blessed to hear. Pray for revelation. Pray for revelation. That you not just hear another message. That may God reveal deep truths. Revelation. 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 Ask God for it. Ask him for revelation today. Thank you, Father. Father, we bless your precious name. I pray may the spirit of revelation abound in this service today, Lord. As we hear your word, show us wonderful things. Show us instructions. Show us deep things, Lord. Show us things beyond logic and reasoning, Lord. Thank you, Father. For a blessed time in your presence. We welcome you Holy Spirit. Into this service. Take over. Take charge. Guide us. And may we leave this place fed and full and filled. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you once again Lord for revelation. In Jesus name I pray with thanksgiving. And all the saints shall say amen. God bless you. Take your seats. And welcome to church. Wow. Good to see all of you. Especially you. Wow. Are you excited to be in church? Is church a good place to be? So we want to continue sharing on faith. And um, Where do we start from today? To want to talk about faith opportunities. Is that a good idea? So turn your Bibles to, uh, where would you like to turn to? Somewhere. Somewhere in the Bible. Um, How many of you have been blessed by this message on faith? And these messages. You know, I was thinking about it yesterday and I realized that I could teach on faith Till December. Yes. All year. The whole year. I read I could go to the end of the year. So I'm actually looking for a point to cut it off. But I could tell that we could easily cross way, way after Christmas Day. And then we're going to be men of faith. Faith is everything in the Christian, in the Christian, I was going to say in the Christian faith, in the Christian walk. Yes, the Christian world, faith is everything. There, there, there are people who have faith and those who don't. That's the main dividing line between Christians. Those who walk by faith and those who walk by other things and do other things. So you see that the faith people, the faith people are those who are making progress in their walk with God. People who have faith. Walk by faith, live by faith, do things by faith. They are different by those who do things by other things. Because there are a lot of other things that you can do, you can do things by. But you need faith. You need faith. You need to be a faith person. Somebody who believes. Somebody who believes. If you as long as you, you don't believe, you stop believing and forget it, then you're in the wrong place. Because here is a faith place, uh, walking with God, 
developing your Christian life. It's a faith thing. If you don't have faith, you don't believe in faith. You're not into faithing and doing things by faith. Then you'll be a totally different person. Totally different, totally different human being. You can be, you can be, you can be in the church for 20 years. When you are not a faith person, you're a different type of person. You're a different type of person. Be careful about people who uh, will talk to you, would even advise you, and they don't have faith. Be careful about those people because they'll really pollute you and they'll really destroy your relationship with God and they'll destroy your future. Especially people, you see, because what, what do you realize is that you meet people who haven't believed. People who haven't believed. So people who haven't believed, they have heard, but they didn't believe. They are different from those who heard and believed. And because they heard and they didn't believe, they have a different testimony. Hebrews chapter 4. Let me show you what I'm saying. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. He says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Verse 2 says that for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Us and them. There's the us and there's the them. But the word preached did not profit them. Because they did not mix what they heard with faith. Any message you hear, any prophecy you hear, any counsel you receive, it is your duty to mix it with faith. Mix it with faith. Do you understand? Mix it with faith. It's like go into your faith lab. Imagine what you've received in a test tube. And put some drops of faith in it and mix it before you put it on the burner to see the results. Yeah. Anything you hear, prophecy, commands, instructions, teaching, preaching, you have to mix it with faith. It has to enter your heart. It has to enter your heart. It has to enter your heart. You have to accept it, believe it, what you have heard. So when you meet somebody who has heard, the word has been preached to him, but he did not mix it with faith. He didn't go to his faith lab to put two drops of faith into what he has heard. You see that his testimony is different. These are they who will say to you, we've heard it before. We've heard these things before. Be very careful about this. You have to be very, you have to be very, um, um, uh, what do they say? You, you, have, you, have to use, you have to use common sense. You have to use common sense. You're talking about faith. You're talking about common sense. Then we should dissolve the church and go home. And use common sense. You see, you have to think about it carefully. You have to be very, very careful. Be very, very, very careful. You have to be very, very careful. You know, these things, you know, these, these missions, missions things, be very careful. These pastor, pastor thing, be very careful. These, uh, 
What? Basenta things. Be very, very careful. Yes. You see, and, and, they are, and they are advising you that, you know, you need to, you need to finish your dissertation. But who said when you have faith, you don't finish your dissertation? Who said when you believe in God, it means that it means that you are destroying your life? Is it those, those are, is it, especially those who even say that because of ministry? You know, I met somebody once said because of the ministry, I couldn't do this. So I had to ask the person, what ministry do you have? What ministry? What ministry do you have? And what's the name of your ministry? Yes. What ministry do you have? What ministry do you have? What, what, what do you call ministry? I mean, when you say ministry, what do you mean? You sing in the choir. That's your ministry. I mean, it's... Don't, don't, don't talk like that. Don't talk like that, okay? Please don't talk like that. Don't say, don't say such things. Because people, people who have ministry and they're into ministry, you will see that. You see, this is where you discover that life is affected a lot by principles because people who don't do well in the secular world are the same people who don't do well in the ministry because they lack certain basic disciplines because principles always principle is a rule that always applies that's the definition of a principle it's a rule that always applies anywhere you anywhere you apply it will work there that's a principle so when you don't apply it well in the secular world, you say it doesn't work when you come into the ministry. Always watch those who have stories, excuses, explanations, not doing well, can't do well, won't do well, didn't do well, have not done well, not planning to do well, don't intend to do well. Watch them on the other side too. Very, very airheaded, flimsy. Convictions over nonsense. I call it I call it teenage convictions and teenage debates and arguments. You see their arguments. To blame their father, blame their mother, blame their grandmother, blame their great grandfather, blame anything, blame I mean blame everything till they start celebrating um, black history. When everything is finished, it's like now let's let me use my color and celebrate my color. Because it's like it's my color that is not making me do well. Try the same person in church. You see him. Ahead. Can't do anything. Can't achieve anything. And then there, because he can't use the color card, he will just say that, oh, this pastor doesn't like me. This pastor is this. It's the same principle of it's someone that is causing my downfall. It's a somebody. It's someone that is preventing me from succeeding. It's somebody. It's, some, it's, like, it's never them. It's somebody. It's somebody. And they keep teaching it. Complaining, murmuring, undertone talking. But they are non-performers. When you see a non that's why I ask you to pray for revelation. Because you have to see a non-performer. There are some people that are called non-performers. Go into their life. They're not doing well. Come into church, they're not doing well. Ask them to bring their, um, what do you call that thing when you finish school? Certificate. Do you get certificate? Yes. yes. That paper. Yes. yes. Ask them to bring it. 
you'll, you'll be amazed. If you, when you see the great, it's like computer games. It's like the letters just, the letters just arrived on the thing like a random. B-U-G-F, like a bag. <laughs> you see, th- things are just dancing. Yes. But he said, it's because, it's because you are staring at someone who never has a conviction about anything. Never has a conviction. Never believes in anything. Always believes that things will work remotely. Remotely. So when he's in ministry, pray, he won't pray. What works? Like pray, he won't pray. Read your Bible, he won't read his Bible. Live a, a good life, won't live that type of life. Lives anyhow and expects everything to work by chance. Not mixing the word preached by faith. We need to be faith people. People with conviction. Everything you do with this conviction. When you believe, believe it. I mean, believe it. Once you believe, believe to the extreme. And do well in it. Else you'll be caught. Your besenta is not working. By your schoolwork working. Aha. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's the first question I will ask. That's the first question I'll ask you. And I'll tell you that the reason why the placenta is not working is the same reason why you never meet the deadlines. Yes. And why you are becoming a chronic recitor. You will never be a chronic researcher. Yes. Same, same, same. Same, 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 same. Same, 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 same. Are you hearing me? So, faith is a very important thing in your Christian work. So, I want to talk about the uh, the faith opportunities, the things that the doors that faith open unto you, and the things that faith supplies and brings into your life. So let's start from Matthew chapter six. Faith opportunities. Are you blessed already? You can even go home now, isn't it? So then, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You see, you need, you need to really submerge yourself in the word of God. And hear the word of God all the time. If you want to be a faith person, you need the word. You need the word. Be careful about what you hear. The things that play around you. What you hear is what you believe. What you hear is what you start believing in. That's, how you, that's what you start talking about. What you hear from friends... What do you hear from relatives? What do you hear from anything that goes on around you? You start believing it. You start believing it. There are names I could mention now. People who lived and died before you were born. You don't know them. You don't know them, but you have an impression of them. You have an opinion. You have an opinion about them. I can mention names. I can mention Hitler. You've never met him before, but when you mention, I say, would you like to call your child but do you know that Hitler had someone who was in love with him? She was called Eva Brown. Yes. If I call Eva now and ask her, what was Hitler like? 
she'll tell you, such a gentle person, kind guy, soft, romantic. I mean, but you. I'm not saying what you've heard is not true, but I'm just trying to tell you that. You've not met the person before, but you already have an opinion. And I'm sure there are people like that. People who are around. Somebody has whispered something. Maybe you even, the person will even be a good beloved for you. But your friend has said something to you about him. Yes. So you've already decided that I don't like. You not even, you not even think carefully that maybe this friend rather liked him and he didn't like her. Uh-huh. You've just, you've just bought into what your friend told you. That he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. You may never know. That's your perfect gift. So next time he smiles, smile back. Next time he sends you hello, send him a heart. You know, the, the one that is breathing. Yeah. But you are believing in things you can't explain. (laughs) The girls like what I'm saying. Okay, Matthew chapter 6. Let's start off so we can finish. No, we have to finish, isn't it? Matthew 6. And verse 28. Verse 28. It says that. And why take ye thought for raiment? Do you know raiment? Clothes. 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 How many of you like clothes? Sisters, you like clothes? You must have clothes. Yes. Sometimes when you're giving uniform, it's like it's falling your style, isn't it? Yes. Don't worry. The one of these is I'll give you uniform break. Look, you see, there are some things that you don't react to it. Because when you react, you look like a rebel. It's like it's like all this while, it's like all this while, this is what you've been thinking. Listen, so even though I'm saying it for you, you have to sit calm like and be thinking in your mind, come on, Bishop. Come on, Bishop. You see, you don't, you don't stand up and clap. Either you, you stick out, it's like, oh. Because as you are clapping, you are shouting, your pastor is watching you. It's like, yeah. So these are the orangus in the choir. These are the Samway ones. Because you've never told them you don't like uniform. And why won't you like uniform? She doesn't sew the style for you. She just gives you, she just gives you a color. Yes. She just gives you a color. Color means white in any style. If you have a style. <laughs> yes. 
Because that's the problem. That's the, you, see, you, didn't, you didn't wait for me to finish my preaching. You see, even when we say, even when we say, wear what you want. Sophie, you wear, you're, you're, you're a lady. You wear trousers from January to December. One black jeans like that. And I'm actually trying to help you in this preaching that, you see, for a lady, you must have style and options. Those at the back, are you with us? Should we change? Should we go back to the old arrangement? No, I'm not asking those of you in the front. I'm asking those at the back. Should we change to the old style? Because somehow you feel far from me. Do you also feel how I'm feeling? So we should go back to the old style. Okay, what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that yeah, your style and our dear ladies yes really, really you not all of you, some of you you wear black jeans black jeans from January to December in the name that that's what you are comfortable in I'm saying that God will give you clothes. Yes. When the weather starts getting warmer, wear dresses. There's a wear dresses. Wear skirts. Don't always look like tin soldiers. Wear dresses. Look nice. Look flowery. Would you come to church and feel like some flowers are burdened in the service? Yes. Are you taking notes? If you are sitting next to somebody who wears black jeans from January to you have to be nudging the person that I think that this one it is you. Not a brother, a sister. That's what brothers we I mean we it's not a problem for us. Oh. Oh. As for brothers, we are okay. We're okay. We don't have a problem. We don't have a problem with our black jeans. Black jeans. One shoe. If, even, if it, even if it's suit, we can have one suit. We just have to change the tie. Once you just change the tire and just come up here. But a lady, are you understanding? A lady, you can't do that. You can't. You can't. And I'm saying that I'm your pastor. I'm campaigning. That at the point, now it's cold, so we can at the point, give us a break from the trousers, okay? We need to see your legs. Yes. We have to see your legs. Listen. Why, why are you taking over my preaching? Why are you taking over my preaching? Don't you have legs? God has given. You see, men, we don't have shape. 
You have shape. God has blessed you with shape. Then you hide the shape in black jeans. As though, as though you work for the fire brigade, they're about to climb a ladder. Look, I don't like the way I'm making a lot of noise today. Quiet, quiet, quiet. I'm, I'm preaching. Am I not preaching? Caleb, am I not preaching? I'm preaching. Look, so I'm saying. Sisters, I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you to to be happy. Don't you want to be happy? Yes. What is it that today dancing stars they look colorful? Yeah. We've we've given them a uniform break to see if really they have something, whether the uniform is really a nuisance. So they should try. So those of you who are standing up, I saw you. I'm going to tell your pastor that let them wear what they would wear and let's see. We're all here. But you see, God will give you clothes. Dresses. You will have it. No, I pray, Father, I bind every supply of black jeans. And blue jeans. And trousers on the ladies. Anyway, let me finish reading my passage. You see, so it's like, why take ye thought for raiment? Why? But it's like, why do you even why do you even stress yourself over what you will wear? Over clothes. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They tall not. Neither do they spin. You know the lilies? Okay, springtime you see lilies. Verse 29. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory. You know Solomon? A very rich guy. He was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So you feel like you won't have clothes, dresses. It's a little faith. Yes. Yes. When you have faith, one of the things you have is what to wear. You have things to wear. You have, you have a wardrobe. A wardrobe. You have things to wear. Your problem on Sunday morning will be which one? Amen. Which one? Which one should I take? Which one? Which one? Yes. And let no one tell. Let no one ever tell you that it's unchristian to dress well. It's rather, it's rather unfortunate not to dress well. You see, when you travel a bit. Let me hear you travel a bit. You will travel. Amen. One of the things, should I say what I'm going to say? It's not a, it's not a positive. Should I state? Okay. When you travel a bit, 
One, okay, I know I'll frame it this way. When you travel a bit, one of the things you discover is that Brits, you know Brits? Don't like dressing. Yeah. The general taste for fashion is quite shabby. It's, it's, one, it's one of the things you will notice. So you meet people in an ordinary, ordinary meeting, and you wonder what's the occasion. But that's how they are. That's that, 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 that's, that's how they are. You you dis, it's one of the things you will discover when you travel. You, you need to travel. If you haven't traveled, don't argue and don't be angry and don't be irritated and don't say, What does he mean? I said, You need to travel a bit. Yeah, travel. It's traveling. It's traveling that brings it out. You see that no people around. Around. Their dressing is a little controlled. And. And humble. <laughs> yeah, humble and cool. You, you, you can't easily see the attraction and the niceness and the sharpness in what the people are wearing. But God will give you a wardrobe. Amen. Yes. So that's point number one. Wow. <laughs> Do you like this message? Yes. Faith will give you clothes. You have clothes to wear. You have things to wear. You have plenty. 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 When you are pregnant, you have more. It shall be, I mean, you don't have to wear your husband's shirt. Do you know ladies like wearing their husband's shirts when they are pregnant? No, it's true. It's true. They really like it because they feel freer and it is big. Done, done, isn't it? I mean, you've done it a few times. It's comfortable, isn't it? It's very comfortable. The sh- and, and the jumpers, actually. It's true. Tell me it feels free in it, isn't it? It's very true. Yes. I'm not making it up, yes? My wife has worn my shirt many times. That's how I know. You're looking for a particular shirt to wear. You just need to turn around. You see it's on here. And she's sitting there. When you ask why, it's like, it's, it's comfortable. <laughs> but I'm saying that when you have, it's, a, it's your opportunity. It's your opportunity to invent new styles. You see, I'm saying because you'll be pregnant. You're not receiving it. But, but you will marry first and then you're pregnant. Okay, yes. You know we are in church, isn't it? Yes, so. So all conditions apply. <laughs> okay, yeah. You can't just appear with unidentified pregnancy. We don't have to be asking you questions. I mean, who, who is it for? <laughs> yeah, no. Pregnancy will be a new season of design and fashion for you. When people see you, they'll wish to be, they are are pregnant. They'll say, you've made pregnancy attractive and beautiful. They'll be desirous of it. They'll say, "Mm, 
I will do some. Even the older ones will say, I will go and try one more because you've taken the thing to a higher level. <laughs> yeah, put the camera on them, yes. You know, you know where they are. Yeah, you know where they are, yes. <laughs> That's a group. Yes. They are called Greater Love Club. <laughs> yes. They've seen it all, done it all, but I want you to provoke them to say that, look, we're going to try it again. The way you girls are going, you're making us feel old. I can see a husband begging there. That's you know, This is what I'm saying. Before I realize, his wife has going to do it. <laughs> I'll be like grandma pregnant. <laughs> Your mom says she's pregnant. <laughs> but what will you do? There's nothing to do. I mean, what can you do? You are guaranteed, you are guaranteed babysitter. <laughs> Play with your little brother, be happy, have fun. You be locked down. <laughs> when your beloved comes to see you, just tell her, come, I have to look after this baby. <laughs> you come into the house, we all go to look after the baby here. Anyway, number two. It's in verse 31. Therefore, take no thought saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? So the other provision of faith, that faith that you, you have to rest in faith, that faith will give to you is what you will eat and what you will drink. Yes. God will be your provider Amen. for what you eat and what you drink. Amen. Eating and drinking will never be a difficulty for you. Amen. It will never be a struggle for you. What you will eat and what you... You see your life now with what you eat and what you drink. What I'm saying is that it will get better. Amen. It will get better. Amen. You see, the other day, should I tell you this? I'm sure he's watching, but I'll tell you. The other day, my son came home from school. And when he was coming, he sent me a text that he's coming with a bag. I said, what? what, what? I mean, he's like, why are you telling me this? He said, because I need to come and collect some food and take back. So I thought about it and I realized that at a certain age, food is not something that comes naturally. So when he came, I took him to the shop. I said, take. I said, if you take, it's not a problem for me. Just take. Just take. Feel, I, said, feel, I said, the bag you brought is too small. We'll change the bag for you. Take. 
You see, what I'm explaining to you is that that shall be your story with ease. Yes. Because, you see, it reminded me that when I was also his age, hey, you have to plan what you eat or you can't just eat like that. You can't just eat. You can't just eat. As you are about to eat, then the question comes to your mind. I have to eat tomorrow. So what I'm going to eat now, I have to reduce because tomorrow is there. You see, but now in my life, now, now in my life, I don't think, I don't think about what I'll eat. I don't think about it. It's not one of my thoughts. I eat. I eat and the next day I'll eat again. By the grace of God, I don't think. I don't even think, I don't even think, what am I going to eat? I don't even think about it. I eat when I'm ready to eat. Yes, when I'm, it's like, it's, it's okay, I feel hungry. And not that I don't, I don't eat by hunger. I eat by what I feel like. Uh-huh. Yes. So I may not necessarily eat what is even there. I, I eat what I want to eat. Yes. You will get there. <laughs> but I'm saying that in the beginning, it was not like that. In the beginning. In the beginning. It was not like that. As I was walking with that boy in the shop, I said, take. I was, I was I saying to myself, I was in uni. When I went to uni, there was no Sainsbury's. There was a market. It was called, it was called Aija Market. Can you even say it? Aija. Is it? I think, I think it's Aija. Is it Aija or Aija? Aija, yes. Aija Market. We go there once a week on Saturday mornings. Aija Market. I don't know whether you can say it, but it's Aija. That's where I used to shop. That was my mall. Aija Market. Dr. Khan, you also went there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Aija Market. Aija Market. Yes. When, when you are there, when I'm walking there, picking the things, hey, carefully, carefully, carefully. You see, you are living, it's like you are living in today, but you are thinking about. Not even next week. You're thinking about the months ahead. Months. It's like the semester is not ending now. The semester is not ending now. And you have these kind of hard guys. You see, there are some, there are some people who are so, they are broke, but they are never depressed about their state. I don't know if you've met someone like that. Poor, but confident. I think it's better than being poor and depressed. Poor. I mean, poor, but very confident about life. He hasn't got anything, but very confident. When you are about, I don't know how they work it out. When you are about to eat, that's when they appear. (laughs) And when they appear, you see, when they appear, they they don't have the attitude of, 
a beggar or do me a favor. No, it's almost like, well, I mean, you're eating, it, so it's eating time, so let's eat. It's like, what's a big deal? Let's eat. But he hasn't got anything. <laughs> so like, let's, let's, oh, let's just eat. Let's just eat. They've just arrived. We just eat. Like I didn't really, I didn't really come here to eat, but since you are eating, let's eat. Let's eat. <laughs> but that's that's his lunch. That's his breakfast, lunch, and supper. But when you have a God, you shall take no thought of what you shall eat, what you shall drink. Or what you shall wear. What you shall be clothed with. God shall supply it for you. Whatever level you classify yourself at as of now. I'm prophesying to you that it will get better. It will get better. Yes, it will get better. You haven't been broke in London before. Look, if you ever want to be broke, if you consider you're going to be broke today, Sunday, you're going to be broke by Wednesday, I advise you buy a ticket and go to Africa and be broke there. Don't be, don't be broke in England. No, 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 Where nobody will help you. Look, one day. You see, Monday is my day off. I keep telling you people, but you keep texting me on Mondays. Yes. And you, you, and you start off with, I know it's your day off, but sorry, Bishop, I need you. But I keep telling you that it's a serious day off, so observe the Sabbath, okay? And be holy. You see, Mondays, as I was my day off, my wife used to take me out for lunch on Mondays. This is, she's backslidden, she stopped. Yes. When she starts again, I'll tell you she's backslidden. She stopped. She's taking me out on Mondays. She would drive the car. I would choose where I want to eat. And she will pay. Yes. But, but I'm telling you that she has backslidden. So I don't know which one you are receiving the backslidden state or the, the previous one. Okay, receive that one. Yes. So, uh, yes. Yes. And I used to behave like, oh, no, I'm tired. I don't really want to go out, but I wanted to. <laughs> you see, I always remember. I'm telling you a story that don't get, don't get broke in London. One of the days, I said I want to go to TGI. So, as we're sitting there, my juicy ribs are come. Juicy. Full rack. Jack Daniels. <laughs> and it was. It was in front of me. It was in front of me. And my drink had finished. You know, when your drink is finished, you want uh, you just... So it makes that sound. They say, Oh, do you want another drink? Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. But then, 
But then, next to us were four guys. Four guys who had come to eat. Three of them had ordered this juicy rack of ribs as well in front of them. Three of the four. And one of them was sitting there. I'm telling you, look. I, I, I couldn't help the sight. I was saying to myself, how full can he be? Assuming that he's had a meal. How full can he be that you can't even share what you're eating with him? But it's like the culture. He hasn't got money. He doesn't eat. Look, the guy sat there. He's a young guy, so his tummy was flat. So at a point, at a point, he has slouched in the chair like this, and he was, and he was the one who was talking most. <laughs> Look, he talked. He talked from the beginning of the meal to the end. He talked. He was telling them stories, and as they, at the point, he said, "They can't talk." They, 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 mm, mm. You know what I mean, Mike? You know what I mean? No, I hope, I hope you church people are not like that. No. When your friend is broke, you help, isn't it? Yeah. When you buy your things, you share. Yeah. But, be, but be careful of those who also take advantage. Yeah. Yes. Those who even start threatening you to give them money. Yeah. Look, the church is not a, it's not a bank. Don't loan people money. Yeah. Yes, no, don't, don't do such things. Yes. And when someone asks you for money, always tell a pastor that this person is asking for money. We don't know what, what, what it's about. We don't, we don't do such things. Not, it's not, I mean, you make people feel uncomfortable in the church. So please don't, if you have a problem, speak to a pastor. So you discover you can't go to a pastor 10 times with the same story. That's why you try different people. And that's a, that, that's a fraudster. Anyway, I was telling a story before. I said, I, I was saying that I hope people don't, don't, don't do that. But I could see that this guy, he's not, I kept telling, I kept telling my wife, that, look, look at the guy. Then she said, no, maybe he's had something before. I said, what, what can he eat that he's so full that your friends are eating this rat? Even chips, let me give him some chips. Even Lazarus ate of the crumbs that fell. Give him some chips. They didn't give him anything. Nothing. They ate everything and they got up all four and they left chatting. And he was still, the hungry one was still talking. So I was saying that if you're going to be broke, look, this, 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 this can't happen in, in um, my hometown. Oh, no, it can't happen there. It can't happen there. You eat. You bomb is got food to eat. Your neighbor, your friend, next door, somebody. I mean, that's for the sisters. We like visiting them Sunday after, after church, straight after church, because they have food. Whilst we're all struggling, exam season, they, they are cooking. That is, that's how you even know which ones will be a good, good beloved. Yes. Yes. A girl who can cook, she'll give you food now. Those who can cook, you buy Chinese. Uh, you buy Chinese. That's your future. 
you'll be, su- you'll be surprised you'll come home. Married man. And the, you see the silver fork. You see, you see the shape of the rice. That's how it will be in the plate. It's like, that's what we are eating today. That's what, that's what she has. But you see, if you can tell from now. Never talks about food. Never ask you whether you are hungry. Have you eaten? They never ask. Sisters, I'm teaching you. Ask. If you have to ask. You see, asking doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that you have to pay for the meal. But you have to check. Because when you are married, it's your duty to provide food. When you see him cooking, he says, oh, it's my hobby. It's because it's not his hobby. He's hungry. He's hungry. I'm telling you. He's discovered that. Listen, are you listening to me? No, but those are the back. You look very cool. Are you okay? Can you hear me? I should stay here a bit. Okay. No, but if you will give me a good reaction like that, then. Okay. So I've come. I'm saying that you have to ask. Are you hungry? Have you had anything to eat? If, if, even, even on the phone, just chatting. You just, you just even have to ask, what did you have for lunch today? It shows how your mind is working and your care. Not just, not just be sending emojis of uh, a heart. I love you. I've missed you. Where are you? Or quarreling. Ask, ask caring questions. Have you eaten? What did you eat? So, uh, what, what, did, did you cook it? The person said, oh, I've, I, had, I had pasta. I said, oh, then you, you even tease, oh, every time you're eating pasta. Every time pasta. It means that you can cook something better than pasta. You see, you are not reacting. You are not saying anything. I'll go back soon. Look. Greater Love Choir has become very alive, so I, I enjoy them now. See, those on this side, they are not saying, they are not saying amen, hallelujah. Okay, sit down, sit. Sit. So I'm saying that cooking, food, is a very important part of relationships and, and therefore marriage. And you see it. You can spot it very early. Very early. The girl is only talking about dissertation. Deadlines. Exams. Hey. He's not, he's not your tutor. He's not your lecturer. He's not in your life to, to assist you get to one. He came, he came with a different mission. To one you should get. But it is not his work. Those you are discussing, your main discussion is dissertation, um, essays, deadlines, exams. When she says exams, all you can say is that may the Lord be with you. You have to know how to talk about real things. Real. You see, there's a, there's a saying. There's a saying in my hometown. There's a saying. I don't know whether it's in your hometown too. There's a saying that there's a, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Is it in your hometown too? Okay. If it's not from your hometown, learn, learn my hometown proverb. These are proverbs from my hometown. Yes. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Through his stomach. Not through your, your this thing. 
No, your, through your this thing is bad. It's a sin. It's not through your, your that thing. It's through his stomach. Yes. Talk to him about food. Say, let's go and eat. Let's go and eat. I'll cook for you today. But make sure there's a third person around. Okay, after he's eating. Because after people are full, they can, they can get happy. Yes. So all the time, anytime you cook, make sure your friend is also around to eat. So cook for, cook for like four. Don't cook, don't cook for two. It's not safe. Cook for four. And let all four be present. And eat together. And say bye-bye to the three together. Don't say bye-bye to two and then one stays on. No. Say bye-bye to all three. Say thanks for coming. I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy dinner today. They'll say yes. Then you do your huggy huggy, huggy huggy, kissy kissy, huggy 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 huggy. Then you say bye-bye. See you. That's it. Then you call the special one as he's on his way to the train station. Yes. Yes. Is it is it is it simple, easy solution? Okay. It's been nice visiting you. I'll be back. (laughs) Point number three. (laughs) Third thing. Are you going to believe God that there will be food? There will be food. There has to be food. Those of you who are married, there should be food in your house. Okay? If you don't know how to cook, uh, uh, cooking. It's not, it's not, um, uh, it's not something, it's part of your DNA. Do you understand? This one is not part of your DNA. It's like there's nothing you can do about it. So cooking, you can learn. Learn cooking and learn serving. Serving is another thing you have to learn. Because after you've cooked and you bring the food, it's not even edible. When you look at the food, it's like you don't, you don't even want it. The food you've put on the table looks like a leftover. Yes. So you have to learn. No, when you go, when you, you see, you have to learn from where people go out to eat, like restaurants. How do they serve the food? Even when the food doesn't taste nice, the presentation is always good. So when you don't feel like it, you will try it because it looks good. So sisters, 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 sisters at the back, learn to cook and then learn how to serve, how to serve. Do you understand? He's not, he's not coming to eat from the pan you cooked in. Because some of you, as you are cooking, you are eating. By the time you finish cooking, you are full. That is, if you can cook. If you can cook. Brothers, let me tell you something. You don't, you're not, you don't get hurt. A lot of the ladies can cook. Let me tell you. Don't think I'm just saying something. A lot of them cannot. It's something you should know. Most can't. Even those who say they can. Um, it's microwave meals. 
So I'm saying to tell you that be patient and start encouraging them. That learn how to go. Ask them, can you make this? Can you, and patiently encourage them. Okay, then learn. Learn how to do it. You can make it. That the bishop said it's not something, it's not part of your DNA. It means you can learn. Your DNA can say as it is, and then you learn how to cook. There are two different things. It's not like a gift that you come into the world with. <laughs> we all learn here on earth. You see, and apart from knowing how to do it, you must like it. Yes. Because you can do some things, but you don't like it, so you don't do it. So you have to like it. Because the guy will eat. He will eat, he will eat fish and chips from the shop. He won't eat it. I will teach them not to say no. His, look, look at the, the, He's eating it all his life. Oh, he's, like, he's been eating fish and chips. Shrimp for why? Um, what was I saying? <laughs> number three. Point number three. Those are back. Do you want me back? Okay. Wait, I'm coming. <clears throat> the next opportunity that you have, which is a great opportunity, perhaps the greatest opportunity, the greatest you can have that faith will offer you is the power to put God first. Faith offers you the opportunity to put God first. It gives you the power to put God first. And when you put God first, rest assured, all will be well with you. All will be well with you. Everything will be okay with you. But see, you need faith to put God first. Faith. You need faith. You need real faith. You say, God first. That in my life, God first. That's why it's like, it's like Sundays. You see, Sundays, if like the first day of the week, you have to secure it for God. You have to say, this day is for God. No matter who, no matter what, it is for God. Sundays, I go to church. That's what you have to tell yourself. God first. Every, every aspect of it, God first. Sundays, God first. When you earn your salary, God first. It's called tithe. It's called tithe. If you earn 1,500, tithe, tithe is a tenth. 10% of 1,500 is 150. Not, not, not 100. 150. 150 out of 1,500 makes, it comes up to 1,350. So the budget for your life has to be 1,350, not 1,500. You don't finish everything and say, oh God, you know, this month I have 50 uh, left. No, 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 no. You're making a big mistake. You're making a big mistake. The tithe is the Lord. Put God first. When you're entering into a relationship, pray about it. Pray. Pray. Apart from counseling and whatnot, pray. If you hear from God, you hear from him. Pray first. 
be moved by her shape. And you too, don't be moved, don't be moved by your age. Pray. Pray. Pray first. So that when you are asked, how come you are interested in such a person? Your response shouldn't be, we get on. That's not the greatest, that's not, that's not the greatest and the best response. The best response is whether you have prayed and it is the will of God and you are at peace with it. No, we get on well. Or oh, she's beautiful. Every lady is beautiful. Every lady is beautiful. I'm yet to meet an ugly girl. Every lady is pretty. Every lady is pretty. She may not just be your, your type or your taste. But even that, what the person you are calling is not your type or your taste. You actually don't know her. When you start interacting with people, let me give you another tip. Should I give you a tip? Those are the back. Should I give you a tip? Listen to the heart of the person. Yes. Don't just look at features. Because features change. The lot of people you see today, that's not how they look like. That's not how they look like. So people change, and people are changing. That's what the Bible says. Beauty is vain. In other words, beauty is useless. Listen to the heart of people as you listen to their heart. He said, you see, this girl, is, she's kind-hearted. He said, she's a kind person. You see that she loves God. You see that she, when you listen, she says, she's faithful. He said, she's responsible. When she's talking to you, lambasting her mother, you feel you are so special. But you soon there'll be change of subject. You'll be you'll be the subject of the equation. That lambasting on the mother, you'll be the one who is being lambasted. Thinking that you are so special. So she, she talks about her mother with you. No, no, no. You've met you've met an ill-natured girl. Ill-natured girl. So don't say that. Listen to the heart of people. Bishop, it sounds spooky. How do you listen to the heart of people? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. So when someone is talking, when someone is talking, you are forming an image of the person. You know, even, even when it's not about it, that's what I'm giving the example. When she's talking about her mother, and especially her father. When she's talking about her father, for soon you'll be like the father there. You'll be the man. You be the one saying that, clean here, wash here, let's go here. And she doesn't get on with her father. She will never get on with you. Ooh. Ooh, you're even younger than her father. Plus, plus, she knows your weakness. She has a certain power over you. You'll be, you'll be easy prey. You'll be easy prey for her. Easy prey. So listen to the heart of people. Listen to the heart. Pray about it. Pray. And listen to the heart of people. Because you are missing out on kind-hearted people, nice people, good people, and going for freaky freedoms. Yeah. Some freaky freedoms. And dancing Danielas. Morning moves. Hey! And you are missing out on the Haggy Haggai's. 
Listen to what? Yes. There's kindness. You see, virtues are hidden. Virtues are not something you see by the face. It's hidden. You can't tell from how the person looks or how the person dresses. How the person, you have to listen to them. As you relate, you say, oh, this person, she's very quarrelsome. It's not just some of you cool, slow guys. You're easily impressed by the outspoken girls. Like some like she, she has some magic. She has solutions for everything. She's very quarrelsome. You will not be able to handle her easily. Anyway, I was giving you number four, isn't it? How did I get into this one? Okay, I'll tell you to put God first. So pray. Pray. So Matthew chapter 6. You can take me back to Matthew chapter 6. I think I'll go to verse 31. Okay, you've jumped to verse 33. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let God be first. Prince, let God be first. Let God be first. God first. God first. Everything God first. You are even better off being a serious Christian. Before you make some of these decisions. Because when you make the decisions and you're not a serious Christian, your thoughts, your thoughts, your principles, your desires are governed by carnality and lusts. So God first helps you to become a more spiritual person. Therefore, even when you are looking, when you are looking where to work, where to live, what to do, you see that you think like a spiritual person. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life. Yeah. There. There. So if God is first, you become a spiritual person. Your thoughts. And therefore, Prince, your choices are not governed by feelings. Because feelings can guide you. Or feelings guide people. And then they argue to defend the feeling. And some of the feelings are fierce. Because he's afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. What if I don't get anyone? What if no one comes? That's not faith. That's fear. Because of fear, let me go out with an unbeliever. Let me take the unbeliever guy. They say, oh, Bishop, you don't know him. He's a nice person. He's a nice person, but he's an unbeliever. And the scripture says that be ye not unequally yoked to unbelievers. So see, a spiritually minded person is somebody who has put God first. You don't need, you don't need somebody to tell you. So you say that, it's my pastor who said, it's my pastor's fault, my pastor advised me this. My pa-. No, you be spiritual by putting God first. So whatever state you are in, you are in that state based on your conviction in the word of God and your conviction that God is guiding you. Not my pastor said. If I'm not listening to my pastor, by now I'd have had this. By now I'll have that. No, don't talk like a fool. You're talking like a fool. You're talking like a fool. 
put God first, have your personal convictions with God through the Bible. Everything I'm saying, I'm not reading a, a verse for you. You say, put God first, be spiritual so that you make spiritual reasons. And I gave you Romans 8, 6. To show that you have to be spiritual. So it's not my pastor said. It's not my pastor said. It's not somebody said. Your conviction. Your conviction. Maybe your pastor didn't have the time to give you a verse when he was talking. But there's a verse. There's a verse for every good advice. The power of putting God first. That's what faith will do to you. It gives you a blessed life. It says that and all these things shall be added. You will have what you eat. You will have what you drink. You will have what you wear. You will have what you desire. All these things shall be added when you put God first. When you put God. It's when you put God first. An unbeliever will not even be something to be considered. It's like, it's like the best is not even an option. This is not even an option. No matter how nice he is, how smooth he is, how easy going he is, he doesn't swear, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink. That's not, that's not the same as being born again. Not drinking is not the same as being born again. Not smoking is not the same as being born again. I didn't do any of these things, but I would have gone to hell. Any, I've never done any of these things before since I was born till today by the grace of God. I've never drunk, I've never smoked, I've never, what's the other one? Um, what? Fornication. Uh, what else is there? Smoking, what? Drugs, what else is there? Pornography, what else is there? Eh? Partying. None, none of these things in my None. But I was going to hell. Because the Bible said all have sent falling short. No, I've not done any of these things before. Maybe I might as well could have done it then. None of these things. None. I've never had a girl. This is my girl. No, 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 no. As an unbeliever, I was an unbeliever. I was an unbeliever. I wasn't reading my Bible. Nothing. My parents were Christians. They, ne- they never took us to church. Don't tell them I told you. But they never took us to church. They're Christians. They never took us to church. I've never, I've never woke up on the sun and said, today we are all going to church. There's nothing like that in the home I'm coming from. Nothing like we are going to church. Sundays is cleaning and, and tidying up. And Madame had a king. You know who Madame is. Yes. Her other name was Mommy. Yes, it came, finish this, wash, clean, do this, tidy up. That was Sundays. That was Sundays. Yes. That's my background. No church, no speaking in tongues. No, 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 no. What's speaking in tongues? What going, going where? Going where? Going where? My first days in church with my Bible in my hand. When well, so let's turn to let's turn to John. I didn't know where John was. I didn't know John. I didn't know John. Yet, no drinking, no smoking, no fornication, no partying, no clubbing, no drugs. None, none of those things were in my life. But still, I was going to hell. I would have gone to hell. Because to be born again, to be born again, is not synonymous with to be a non-alcoholic. Yes, it's not. 
So you can't use you can't use someone's character. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that to say therefore he's a safe person. No. When you marry an unbeliever, Satan becomes your father-in-law. Because that person is a child of Satan. He may be nice. He may have the best job. Nice car. None of those things. None of those things is the same as you are born again. It's unfortunate when people are preaching to people to give their lives to Christ. Say, you have to stop drinking. You have to stop this. No, it is not the same as being born again. It is not the same. It's not the same. I didn't do any of those things. But I was going to hell. The day I read the scripture, all have sinned. My heart was beating. My heart. I said, I said, God, what do you mean? I'll go to hell. Me. I'm very good, oh God. I'm very, 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 very good. But I would have gone to hell. Oh, I've sinned. So your righteousness are like filthy rags. So I would have gone to hell. I'm telling you. I would have gone there with my self-righteousness and pride. I was an unbeliever, but I used to look down on unbelievers. Do you understand what I'm saying? The bad boys. I, I used to find them so stupid. So stupid. I, I, when I'm talking, I, I tell you guys are idiots. I'll tell them, does common sense not teach you? I said, have you not read about smoking? Let's read. When you smoke, this is what will happen. I said, don't you have sense? Don't you have brains? I said, this girl. Ha! <laughs> and meanwhile, we're all going to the same place. I used to advise them. My, because my friends were unbelievers. My friends were unbelievers. We're all the same. I used to tell them, you have a girlfriend, are you a fool? <laughs> I wish I could meet them now. I'll explain to them why they are fools. <laughs> yeah. I was going to hell. So don't get into things with unbelievers and say, he's nice, he's this, he's not like this. An unbeliever is an unbeliever. Yes. A believer is someone who has received Jesus and is born again. Put God first, you'll be safe. Faith gives you the power to put God first. That is the power to make the best decision of your life. The best decision of your life, it comes through faith. The best and the greatest decision you ever make in your life, it comes through faith. I mean, who, who, who earns money and says that 10% belongs to God and I'm going to live on 90%? 90% is less than 100%. So we are not talking about logic and reasoning. We are talking about faith. Faith. That when I give this 10%, the windows of heaven shall be opened and the Lord shall pour into into my life a blessing. Something that even the 100% cannot buy. Yeah. You can't buy blessings. Can you buy blessings? You can't buy blessings. (laughs) You can't buy blessings. That That is putting God first. Have you ever seen in a shop during sale period, peace for sale, 70% off. Peace of mind. Peace of mind, 70% off. What, what, what about a good heart, 70% off? What about extension of days? Extension of days. You're getting 20 years more, 50% off. You can come and buy. What about a good husband? That one, 20% off. 
virtuous, a virtuous woman, a good wife, a good wife, 15% off. Have you seen it before? Anything you've never seen, anything that money can't buy, it's called a blessing. Yes, it's called a blessing. And one of the ways of getting a blessing is bringing all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat. And I will open the windows of heaven. And I'll pour you out. I'll pour you out what? I'll pour you out what? Good degrees. Good jobs. I'll pour you out a blessing. A blessing. Something money can't buy. That's what faith does to you. The power to put God first. And when you put God first, all these things shall be added unto you. Do you have five more minutes for one more point? I'll give you one more point. Those on the back, are you still there? Put God first. Are you going to put God first? Faith enables you to receive from afar. Matthew chapter 8, verse 6, quickly, to receive from afar. Because sometimes you're, you're, not, you're, not, you're, not where, you're not where maybe the anointing is flowing or where the anointed man of God is. But faith will make you be able to receive it. Thank God, thank God for podcasts. I heard someone being called Mrs. Podcast. Yes, Mrs. Podcast, we must have Mr. Macarius. And we must have Miss Macane. That these are people who have baptized themselves into the words of the anointed. So they can receive anointing and blessings. They can receive it. Because it's by faith. Look, faith, faith, a faith person. Everything is different in his life. Everything. Matthew, yes, there. And saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of palsy, of the palsy, grievously tormented. Verse 7. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. In other words, I'll come to the house and heal him. Verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. See, some people, it's like, till you come, it hasn't, it hasn't worked. They don't like, people, you see Christians, they don't like when you tell them, you are blessed. You are blessed. Your house is blessed. Your exam is blessed. They want you to go to the exam room with them and lay hands on the exam sheet. Say, Father! No. But look at him. Look at him. He said, no. I'm not worthy to have you. I'm not worthy to have you. Just, these are faith people. These are faith people. Speak the word only and my servant will be. Do you understand? Speak the word only. It's like stand where you are and say something. Whatever you say is a discharge of blessings. Power to change things. Stand there and say. Just when you come to church or you're listening to a message and you hear a prophecy or a blessing, you have to receive it with all your heart, all, everything in you has to receive. Your intestines, everything has to receive it. He says, speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. Verse 9. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. Um, Yes, verse 10. When Jesus heard it, 
he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. It's great faith. Because, you see, it's the man who is even explaining that I have soldiers under me. I don't whip them to do things. I stand. I stand. And I say, parade out. And they stop. Forward march. And they start moving. I say, I say. That's what he's explaining. That I just stand there and say something and they start moving. Men, it's like a, a whole battalion, a group of men start moving just by my voice. So he said that he has he has a certain insight of what it means for Jesus to speak to devils and sicknesses and diseases and things will change. He has understanding. So I say, I say, I have men under me. I say to, to them, attention, and they stand. Then I say, at ease. I know what I'm saying. And I know who you are and the authority that you have. That when you also say something, demons will leave. So stand there. Stand where you are. Stand where you are. They will hear you in my house. They will hear you. They will hear you in my house. They will hear what you are saying. Stand and say. And Jesus said, if Jesus was from a certain part of the world, he would have said, hey, I've never seen. I've never seen. He would say, hey, the guy, he'll start speaking broken English. He'll say, hey, the guy, he make wild old. The guy, the faith he gets, uh, I never see some before. The guy get great faith. The guy in faith, he make mega. <laughs> yes. As he say, hey, he'll say, ah, ah. He'll, say, he'll say, Charlie, I've no see this guy before. This kind of guy, I've no see some before. The guy wallow. Hey, we all they just stand there. We are see how they come in house. The guy talk to me, say, make you no come. The guy say, make you no come. Make you just stand there and say something. The thing you they say, it could change everything for my house. It could change everything for my house. So me, I stand there. We are talk. Then I talk and say, make you go out, make you go to your house, see, say what they happened for there. The guy said, hey, when I got home, my child, my picking, he did jump, jump, he did jump, 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 jump for the house. <laughs> He'll say, hey. This will be Jesus talking to his disciples. Say, hey, tell you guys, then where you did? You did there today. You come, you come for the meeting. I meet some guy. Eh? The guy. Okay. He walk us. Then he will say, share. The guy. He be like, he get, he get revealed for spiritual things inside. He get revealed. He get revelation. Hey. Myself, myself, I don't, I don't think about such things before. In I the CC things. It be like it be like the guy in I the CC things. Man, yeah. That's why he said, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. May you be a man of faith. Amen. May you be a woman of faith. Amen. Yes. 
May you stand here in church and when we pray, believe that things are changing in your house. Things are changing in your course. Things are changing in your office. Things are changing in your body. It's called great faith. Great faith. See, I've never seen some before. I've never seen some before. PG said, I know see some before. This one, this one, I know see some before. I tell you. I travel, 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 travel. I I I do miracles demonstrations, but this guy here. Oh no. No, no, no. I know see some before. The guy wild though. The guy make wild. Hey. The guy no no. That if I make one of my apostles. Because the guy get revelation. It get it get revealed. It get revealed. Hey. I just didn't interact with them. As he said, the guy, it make deep. It make deep way. It makes solid. Solid guy. The guy he said, make I no come. He said, make I no come the house. Everyone they say, make you come lay hands. Make you come lay hands. He said, make I stand there. He said, he said, he said, pastor, make you stand there. He said, Rabbi, make you stand there. Wait, they stand there, no, Rabbi. Stand there and say, make you just talk. Make you just talk. You just make you talk. Make you talk. Say, me, I be soldier man. I see some before. And they talk people attention where they stand stiff. Where they talk them, say, at ease. Then they go relax. So I see, say, you two, you talk up. Things go happen. Receive a blessing. Sit down. Yeah. Great faith. This is great faith. Next time you next time you are listening to messages and things, don't say, don't say I wish I was there. No, 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 no. Employ great faith and say these things that have been said, it is mine. It is mine. And don't say you have missed it. Reverse. Reverse. Go back. And say, say it again. I am adjusting myself to receive this prophecy. And adjust yourself and let the prophecy come again. Your life shall be better. Your life will be better than your parents. You'll be richer than your parents. Your life shall be an anointed life. You will serve God. You will work for God. Amen. You will live for God. Amen. And you will see the mighty hand of God in your life. God bless you. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap. Give him. Yes. Great faith. Great faith. Great faith. Great faith. To receive from afar. To receive from afar. To receive from afar. And finally. Faith gives you the power to take the step that you need to take. Before that, faith gives you the power to, power to forgive sins and to be forgiven. Yeah, you need to believe that you are forgiven. You see that in Matthew chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. And then finally, faith will cause you to take a step. See, some of you feel you are not forgiven. You, you, are, you see, that, that's, that's, that's an important point. You need to believe that you are forgiven. That your sins are forgiven. Don't walk around with your past sins plaguing your mind and holding you back from serving God. 
But you are holding back because you feel you are disqualified. Yet, give me very quickly, 1 John 1.9. 1 John 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. Do you, do you know what they mean of faithful? Faithful means constant. It means he will always, he will always, he will always forgive you. Always. That's faithful. Always. Always. Your mistake doesn't mean that you are disqualified. Yeah. When you slip, it's if, if, if you will confess. Personally, I mean, I'm not anybody, but personally, I'm more comfortable with people who say their mistakes in this. I'm very, very comfortable with them. I like them. Than, than, than Miss Perfect and Mr. No Blot. Yeah. I'm wary, I'm wary of perfect people. And people that, it's like there's nothing, nothing, nothing going on in their life. They are all together. No, I'm scared of them. I prefer, if, if like even a thousand times, and you say, look, it's not been easy at all. It's not been easy at all. No, I prefer such a person. I'm able to relate to such a person. Because such a person is real. Such a person will not harm you. When they are not happy, they'll say it. They'll say, oh, you know, I mean, this is it. Than the person that, even, even if angels have come to tell you, they'll lie. The thing that has frightened me most in my career as a pastor was a lie. Someone who was lying and kept lying and continued lying. I was frightened. One day, I always remember, one day she said to me, sorry for disappointing you. I said, no, you didn't disappoint me. You scared me. You frightened me. Then she said, it sounds more serious than I thought. I said, yes. Lied, lied through her teeth. Continuously, persistently, sustained. But all the evidence was there. I said, mm-mm. Mm-mm, that's good. I said, no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of this person. I'm afraid of this person. I'm afraid. It's a scary thing. You see, you have to believe in forgiveness. You have to believe. You have to forgive people. You have to believe, believe and forgive. And then you also have to believe when you are forgiven that you have been forgiven. So you can feel free. Because consciousness of sin is a bondage. It holds you back. It keeps you back. It, it even makes you bitter. You become bitter. You become restless. You think you're a failure. You think you're a disappointment. You lose energy. You lose zeal to serve God because of a mistake. All have said, we all make many mistakes. We all make many mistakes. We all make many mistakes. Somebody who holds on to someone's sin is not human. Yeah, he must be a, some, a plastic bag or something. Yeah. We all make mistakes. Sometimes I wait for people to say it. And I'll be thinking, if you say this thing, it will not be a problem. It will not be a problem. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. The only thing I know, I don't know everything. But there are some things that I know. And sometimes I wish, just, I mean, come on. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But you see, Miss Perfect, you see her, Miss Perfect. Because you feel if you say you lose your position. No, if you say it, you'd rather be secured in your position. Yeah. You'd rather be secured. Because now you can be trusted. 
cannot be trust. That you're a real human being. I don't know why you're quiet. I want to say the last one. Faith will cause you to take the step that you need to take. Matthew 14. Verse 29. Faith is what will make you take the step that you have to take. Because sometimes there's a step waiting for you to take that you are not taking. And when you take that step, your life will be different. Your life will be different. Yeah. Your life will be totally different. Once upon a time, I, I was working. I used to go to work. I was a lay pastor. I used to go to work Monday to Friday, working nine to five. You will meet me on the train. I used to meet my church members on the train. We're all going to work or we're all from work. My favorite snack on Monday morning was Coke and a bar of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, because Sundays I don't get time to eat. So when I'm going to work, when you see me, when you meet me, you see me, I have a can of Coke and I have a bar of fruit and nut chocolate. <laughs> so you see me and you say, hey, pastor, how are you? God bless you. I need to eat before I faint. <laughs> but you see, I got to a point in my life. I have to take a step. A step. A step that I'm leaving lay ministry behind. And I'm going all out for God. All out. I am abandoning my life to the church work and to the ministry. That is ministry. <laughs> yes. But it, it, it is a step of faith. If I didn't take that step, I wouldn't be me. Yes. So many things I wouldn't see. So many things I wouldn't see. So many today, so many countries that I see. The year doesn't start. The me, 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 small me. The year doesn't start and I start receiving invitations. The year doesn't start. I used to hear, I used to hear other ministers say, say, wow, it sounds nice because nobody invites you. Not even UD people who even invite. Nobody invites you. I'm just there. I'm just waiting to, with my Sunday series. But now the year doesn't start. The last invitation I got, I've not, see, I've not seen him with my eyes like this before. I don't know him. I don't even know his name. He's mentioned his name about 10 times on the phone. I can't say it. I had to go and check him out on Facebook to see the spelling. And he said, I really want you. I really want you to come. He said, he said I, I want to watch you on YouTube. And I like your spirit. I like your spirit. I like your spirit. So I want you to come. I want you to come. I really want you to come. It's not, this, is, this, is, this is not my life. Yes, this is not my life. This is not my league. This is not the world I come from. The world I come from, the world I come from, at best I'll say I have a message on a Sunday morning to my congregation. Nobody outside. No. No. I have to take a step. You see, if you don't take that step for God, there are some things that you don't see. Not necessarily full time. Not necessarily full time. Everybody can come full time. If you all come full time, what will we do? Everybody can come full time. But there are some things you have to do and it starts first with the heart. The heart has to be, you have to give the heart more to God. You see your life is different. Step. Take that step. After you will see certain things. You won't see certain things. Certain things you will never see. You won't see. You won't see. 
And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Peter has it on his CV today, but he's walked on water. What's on your CV? <laughs> yeah, he has it on his CV now. No, ma- no matter what you say, Peter will tell that I've walked on water before. I've walked on water. Peter will tell you I've walked on water. It was a step. If he never took it, he will be like James, John, um, Andrew, um, Nathaniel, Bartholomew. He will be like the rest. They are all the same. Some of the apostles, you've not even heard their names before. Yeah, Thaddeus. Andrew, Thaddeus, Bartholomew. I mean, you've never, you've never heard their names before. You don't know their names. But this guy, this guy who said, who says, bid me come. He's like, can I come? Can I come? Can I be a center leader? Can I be a center leader? Can I be a pastor? Can I go on missions? Can I go on missions? And the Lord says, come. He did the step. His status is different. His life is different. He's a different person. He's working, he's working anointings and gifts that he never would have walked in and experienced if he had held back on faith. It's a step of faith. Just a step. To believe in God. To believe in God. To believe in God. Never shy away from opportunities you are given to work for God in the house. Have an aim, a vision to work for God and to do things for God. And especially when you have a pastor who can point things out for you to you, that do this, don't argue. Don't be too clever. Don't even start thinking, if only he knew me, my prayer life is all messed up. That is what will solve your prayer life. Nobody can pray without a, a topic. And nobody can pray without a burden. You need something to pray about. You don't pray because you don't do anything for God. That's why you are prayerless. That's why you are prayerless. That's a pray. Pray is so foreign to you. See, we are praying. Let's pray. We are, we are praying. It's, it's like it's so foreign to you because you've cut out of your life a reason to pray, a reason to love God, a reason to go to God. You've cut it out of your life. So your relationship with God is virtually non-existent. Because that step, you need to take that step. As you are praying for other things, God will even show you what to pray about for yourself. You, you even get used to even talking to God and relating with God. Get used to it. No, God, yes, God, we are talking to Him. We are praying. A step. I tell you, a step. A step. That's Peter. What, what does verse 28 say? Verse 28. Verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. That's faith talk. Can I come? Can I come? Can I have a basenta? Can I be a shepherd? Can I work for God? Can I go on missions? Can I support healing Jesus? Can I give an offering for healing Jesus? Can I be a partner for healing Jesus? If it be thee, bid me come. Let me do something. Let me do something for God. For God. Let me do something for God. And the Lord said, come. 
He said, come, come. And Peter came down out of the ship and he walked on water. He walked on water. May you walk on water in your life tonight. May you walk on water. Look at it. Look at Hebrews 11, verse 29. Look at it there. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. Can we try NLT? It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. You see, don't write off something that someone is doing. That looks so easy and simple. He's doing it by faith. When you see someone going on missions, don't say, oh, if I also had this circumstance, this circumstance, this circumstance, I'll also be able to go. You're making a mistake. You're talking like an Egyptian. Because the Egyptians tried, they drowned. Because the thing is by faith. It's by faith. It's not because everything is perfect. It's by faith. It's by faith. I mean, food are not because someone guaranteed a lifetime salary for me. It's by faith. But what if you all leave the church? Oh, like I have to start sending out applications. Have you ever thought of it before? Have you ever thought of it? What if the church falls? What will we do? I've put myself, my wife, my children, everybody into it. That this, this is how we are going to live. It's by faith. You come to church today, next week you are not here. Do you think it's because of you that I came full time? It's because of God. Yes. Because of God. I'll tell you to tomorrow you are not there. Let me ask just now how many of you were not here last Sunday. You see. If, if my, I depend, I depend on your five pounds. And I'll be a very miserable creature. I'll be, I'll be a very, very miserable person. I'm sure I'll pick all of you up every Sunday. I'll make sure you come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But walking through the Red Sea is by faith. Doing the unthinkable the unimaginable, the impossible. It is by faith. So the, Israel, the Israelites were doing it by faith. The Egyptians were doing it by logic and reasoning. So when they tried, they started sinking. Let's see somebody else will try say, I'm also starting a church. I'm also going to do a church. I'm also going to do this. Then the person can't do it. And then they'll explain and say, oh, you know, if only I could also rent a hotel, if I also do this. No, no, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. It has never been by physical things. It's by faith. Working for God, serving God, being blessed by God. It's by faith. It's a spiritual thing. Anointing, anointing. You have to believe that you'll be anointed. You've been appointed as pastors. Your next thing is to contend for anointing. That's where, that's where we, that, what you've received now is the easiest part. The real work now begins to contend to be called an anointed person. That you are anointed. That's what you need to fight for. That's why that's you need to battle for now that I will be anointed. I can be anointed. Then you start learning, how can I be anointed? By faith, then you start moving and practicing the things that will lead you and guide you to anointing. I'm just, I'm just there. It's going to happen. No, you need to contend for anointing. Now you need to contend for anointing. 
Now you need to battle to be called the anointed. Like now your center, when you have a center service, it's like this. Amen. Then you know the anointing is working. Not I will also do, I can also do something. If I buy a suit and uh, a red tie, I'll be okay. No. By faith. They did it by faith. Don't, don't, don't disregard it. It's by faith that they walk through the Red Sea. Anybody who does anything in the house of God is by faith. The Egyptians tried. They were drowned. They were drowned. There's always a control. You try, it doesn't work. There's always something to compare it with. You didn't work for you. It worked for this person. Why did it work for this person? By faith. By faith. That's the difference. The difference is faith. It's not an act. It's by faith. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Happen is weak. Very, very, very weak. Wow. God bless you. How many of you have received revelation today? God has spoken to you personally. Personally. Whatever revelation you've received for one minute, I want to pray about it. Pray about it. Ask God for mercy, help, obedience a heart to obey, a heart to do. That's your prayer. For just for a minute. Just for a minute. Just for a minute. Pray. The Lord, I will do. I will obey. By faith. Lord, I will move by faith. I will move by faith. I will operate by faith. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I can take that step. I'll take that step of faith. Not a leap, a step. A step. A step. I'll believe in you, Lord. I'll trust in you, Lord. I'll walk with you, Lord. I'll put my trust in you, Lord. I can see, Lord, that it's by you. It's by faith. It's by faith that it's done. It's by faith that the things that I see are done by faith. Are done by faith, Lord. It's by faith, Lord. It's by faith, Lord. It's by faith, Lord. It's by faith. By faith, oh God. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the blessing of today. Thank you for the revelation and the teaching and the impartation of your precious spirit into our spirits, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've taught us today, Lord. May our faith get stronger and stronger in you, O God. May this be a congregation of greatness, Lord. Let them see greatness, Lord. Let them see possibilities, Lord. Let them see breakthroughs, oh God. Let them do what they have thought they could never do, Lord. Let them be a group of 
great people, Lord. Make them great in your kingdom. Great in your house, Lord. Great in your house, Lord. Everything, every mountain in front of them, Lord, I command it to be brought down, Lord. Every mountain, Lord, cause them to overcome it, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for that great blessing and that great grace, Lord. What they can do, what they've not been able to do, what they have failed at, Lord. Father, at the next attempt, may their victory be glorious, Lord. 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 Thank you for hope, Lord. Thank you for hope, Lord. I pray for hope. I pray for encouragement, Lord. I pray for hope, strength again, to try again, and to try what seems impossible, Lord. Cause your people, cause your people to move, to move, and to do great things in your name, Lord. I pray for hope, Lord. I pray for hope, Lord. Receive hope today. Receive hope today. Receive hope today. Receive encouragement today. It can be done. It will be done. It shall be done. You can do it through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. Receive hope. Ah, Lord, the spirit of hope. Let it come upon your people, Lord. Let them be encouraged, Lord. To do great works for you. Satan, I curse you. I bind you. The spirit of discouragement. Spirit of hopelessness. Spirit of fear. I identify you. And I bind you today. And cast you out of this congregation. You shall not operate here. You shall not function here. Father. Hope. Encouragement. Boldness. Faith. Strength Lord. Let it come upon your people. To do mighty works in your name. Mighty works in your name. And mighty works to your glory, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a blessed time in your presence. That it shall be done. It shall be accomplished. Lift up your two hands and thank God. Tell him that you receive every blessing, every good thing, every good thing that is out, is being distributed this afternoon. Thank him and receive it. 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 Thank him. Thank him and receive it. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him and receive it. Thank him and receive it. Thank him and receive it. It is yours. It is yours. It is yours. It shall be done. It shall be done. It shall be done. Mountains shall be removed. Mountains shall be removed. Rivers shall be crossed. Rivers shall be crossed. Valleys shall be overcome. Mountains shall be removed. Mountains shall be removed. Mountains shall be removed. I command mountains to be removed from your life, from your path. Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you have done. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, you're here this afternoon. Someone invited you to church. You've been going to church here or somewhere, but deep in your heart, you're not sure whether you are saved or not. You're not sure whether your name is written in the book of life. 
You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. But today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins to be forgiven. And I want to go to heaven. Pastor, please pray with me. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed, every single eye closed, every head bowed, you will say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Very quickly, just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. Lift high up. High. High. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. You also want to join. You want to give your life to Jesus today. High up. Keep it up. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You're going to say, yes, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus. This is the greatest step you will ever take to be called a child of God. And your sins can be forgiven. Your mistakes can be wiped away and blotted away permanently. Not for a Permanently. Permanently. Forgiveness can only come from God. It's God who forgives. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. God bless you. I see all your hands all over the place. If you have your hand lifted up, or you don't even have your hand lifted up, but you want me to pray with you, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats and come to me. Walk right here from wherever you are. Come. Come quickly. Yes. Come. Come quickly. Yes. If there were no streets of gold, come to Jesus. Stand right here. If there was no other world, or a land where we won't grow old, come and join us. Stand right here. I'm not thinking about the sight. Come to Jesus. Be sure you're born again. Be sure you're saved. It doesn't matter if you've been in church for seven years. You have to be born again. You have to be saved. Yes. Come to Jesus today. In a far of holy land. Yes. Today is your day for salvation. Oh. Yes. Sing a chorus in a Christian band. Come, I'm waiting oh, for you. Oh, I'm not thinking about the size. Not no, at all. No, 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 no. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Mm. I think heaven will be alright. I think heaven will be alright. Just as long as you're there. As long as you, 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 you are there. You. We're gonna see you there. Come on, sing it. One more. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come quickly. I think heaven will be alright. As long as you are there, my Lord. Yes. As long as you're there. Come to Jesus. As long as you're there. Yes. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. Sing it. As long as you're there. I'm waiting for you. Come as to Jesus. Come and give your as life long to Jesus. As you're there. I'm not thinking about those signs. I'm not thinking about the signs. 
everybody those in front say this prayer after me and everybody here help us as we say this prayer together close your eyes bow your heads and say it boldly don't think it say it say heavenly father thank you for today i am a sinner please forgive me please wash me with the blood of jesus i believe in jesus I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Now say Lord Jesus. Say Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father. For Jesus. Say thank you Father for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Now say Heavenly Father please write my name in the book of life. My name is and mention your name. Please write my name in the book of life. Now say Satan I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer listen to you. I belong to Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for all these ones. May they be planted and established in your house, Lord. May this church be their home. May Christianity be their faith forever and ever, Lord. Thank you for this planted. And thank you for establishing them in Christ and in church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say a good amen. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations. This is what it means to be saved. This is what it means to be born again. From today, wait, wait. From today, every Sunday is church. No more soccer. No more, uh, what do people do on Sundays? Five aside. Then what? Brunch. Brunch. um, Laundry. No more working. You need time off on Sundays. You can work on Saturday, Sunday. No, 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 no. Sunday's church. We'll be here every Sunday. Plan. Plan your life now that Sunday is church. I'm going to church to hear the word of God so I can grow and become strong in Christianity. So God bless you. Welcome to Christianity. You will do well. Receive our gifts. Have you finished? Share quickly, 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 quickly. Yes. 
This book says how you can become a strong Christian. Yes. Read it, study it, know it. Read it till you can teach somebody how to become a strong Christian. That is when you know that you've understood it. So read it till you can teach your friend how to become a strong Christian. God bless you. Congratulations and welcome to Jesus. You may go back to your seats. Clap for them as they go back. Clap for them. What a good life. It's a good life. It's a nice life. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. Bless you. God bless you. Wow. Communion. There is power. Yes, there is, actually. Power. Yes. Wonder working power in the blood ah. of the Lamb. By faith, there as in the power. communion. Chains will be broken. Chains will be broken. In the precious blood of the Lamb. Your life will be set free. There is power. Yes, there is. Power. There is. Wonder working power in the blood. Life comes into your life today. Yes, the life of Jesus. Healing. Strength. Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is healing, there is healing, healing. Wonder-working healing in the blood of the Lamb. There is healing, healing, wonder-working Let there be miracles. Cause death for chains to be broken. Let there come a liberation of the souls of your people, Lord. Anything that has held them bound, I declare their liberty today. Any snake that has called itself around them, Lord, I break and cut off the hold in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word that declares the life is in the blood. As we drink the blood of Jesus and eat the body of Christ, I declare a planting of the life of Christ in our lives, Lord. Let the life of Christ be dominant in our lives, O God. Let Jesus take over every aspect every part of our lives and our being, our intelligence, our health, our strength, our spiritual life, Jesus, take over. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of the body of Christ. I bless every cup and I bless every bread.
and I declare it is the blood of Jesus and it is the body of Christ and as we eat it we eat victory we eat a new life receive a new life a new life a new life a life you have never lived before a better life a higher life a stronger life in Jesus name the body of Christ eat it the blood of Jesus drink all of it Father thank you for this new life it's a better life it is a good life it's a stronger life it's a life of freedom it's a life of excellence it's a life of victories it's a life of blessings Lord let goodness and mercy follow us oh God let blessings accompany us oh God thank you for the victory and for this new life we have received through the blood of Jesus I thank you Lord for the covering of the blood let the blood of Jesus answer on our behalf every mistake every sin every wrong step may the blood of Jesus answer on our behalf Lord may he speak mercy may he speak grace may he speak another chance for us Lord thank you Father for your grace and for your gracious eyes that you look upon us with Lord I thank you for your help in Jesus name Amen Amen. Let your amen be a believing amen Amen. Those at the back say amen. amen Beautiful, beautiful God bless We hope that you've been blessed by this message For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.